0: And the reason why i wanted to focus on children's books is because minds are shaped very early on right i i was reading a book so, so a while back on leadership and this author specifically said great leaders have similar traits whether in silicon valley the oval office or fields of africa and At the end of that sentence, I was completely done reading this because I was baffled by the fact that this sentence just mentioned Silicon Valley, the Oval Office, and then he dropped not only an entire continent, but diluted that continent to be fields. Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor.
1: Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. It interferes with daily activities and can even keep us from spending time with the people we love. If you have everyday pain, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every day. That's why doctors invented 100% drug-free relief factor. Now, tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain-free. 100% drug-free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing processes to respond to pain and inflammation. Now, you can try Relief Factor 2, the three-week quick start Retail price of almost $70, is now available to my listeners for just $19.95. Head to the link in my show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. Hey, friends. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life, as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you who are sharing their stories of triumph in order to uplift encourage and empower you on your journey at more than a mother we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time we are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed my guest today is christine mapandera tally christine is a wife mom and entrepreneur She's the founder of Global Kids House where she publishes children's books and soon a magazine all centered around elevating and celebrating Africa. She's also the co-founder of KidLit Nation, a nonprofit organization providing education and opportunities for children's writers and illustrators of colors, including webinars, mentorships, scholarship opportunities, and more. In this episode, Christine and I talk about her motivation behind starting her children's publishing company as well as becoming a children's author and how she used her own life experience to start to change the narrative of children's books so that she could see more representation of herself in the books that she would read and that her kids would read when asked what it means to be more than a mother christine said to me being more than a mother is showing up for myself and honoring all the beauty and flaws that make me imperfectly perfect ultimately using all of that to pour into my family and others. Let's dive in to this great episode with Christine. Hey, Christine, how are you?
0: I'm fantastic. How is your day going?
1: I am doing well. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, It's an honor and a privilege to share the space with you. I've had the pleasure of listening to you and all the wonderful moms that you've interviewed. So I, I feel particularly special to to be part of this crew now.
1: Oh, thank you. You are too kind. Thank you so much. <laughs> Before we get started, if you could just take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself,
0: who you are, what you do. Sure. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Christine Mapundera Talley. And I am a wife, I'm a mom, an entrepreneur, I'm the founder of Global Kids House. Global Kids House is a publishing company that focuses on children's books that elevate and celebrate the diversity of Africa and the African diaspora. And this is near and dear to my heart. I was born and raised in Zimbabwe, and I I have seen the, the the issues that arise when stories are told in a certain way. And so this is really the driving force uh, behind Global Kids House. And so uh, there will be definitely many more media-related products around that, but the, the beginnings are rooted in books for children.
1: That's wonderful. And that sounds like a very important initiative to have, and something that is well needed because there's just definitely not enough attention and education around that. So I think it's just For great sure. that you are able to do that and build this platform to get the knowledge out there and also provide resources and help those in these situations.
0: Yes, yes. No, I I take so much pride in it and I, I just and just enjoy it, you know. And I've also come across many other individuals that just share the similar passion. So there's there's like this community that I'm, I'm a part of that's trying to bring forth this positive change. So I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here.
1: That's great. Now, before we dive into all you're doing with Global Kids House, if you could just kind of briefly walk us through your transformation moment, your aha moments, just your story and journey that kind of put you on
0: this path that you're on right now. Ah, aha moment, you know, it's, it's definitely tied to family. It's tied to me being a mother. When my daughter was around two years old, I decided that I wanted to create short stories in my native language because up to that point, I had been speaking to her in Shona. I speak Shona, which is one of the languages spoken in Zimbabwe. And just for geography sake, Zimbabwe is a country in Southern Africa. It's directly north of South Africa, so we share a border with South Africa. And so with that, I said, okay, let me just write some like simple stuff. You know, a kid going to the playground, a kid eating her favorite foods, brushing her teeth, and going to bed. And so it was very basic, and I found an illustrator that could just do these simple stories. And then my husband said, you know, you, you should you should write more and there may be other families that want these stories, right? And he had he was very right. It's just that at that moment I was just trying to take care of my immediate need because I was just so annoyed that I couldn't find any books easily. I couldn't find any um, animations easily, just any resources to help me because my husband does not speak Shona. He's he's from he's American. And it doesn't mean that he can't speak Shona. but you know he wasn't born and raised speaking the language. So another 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 struggle was that my own family is not near me. So I just needed something else for my child to hear and see the language. But the moment he said that other families May want these books because there are not that many books out there with Black children. I was like, "Oh yeah, he has a point." I was in Barnes and Nobles every other week because that building hosted my Toastmasters Club that I attended, and so I was—I got into thinking mode. Literally within three days, I was like, "Okay, yeah, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a company," and. At the time, it was just for my book, right? I was just going to expand what I'd already started. I had this book called Makanaka, which is my, my daughter's middle name. And so then uh, within a few days, I now had a book series called Makanaka's World. Uh, and so Makanaka, I'm like, okay, what is she doing this has to be something compelling, you know, to really bring on the excitement. And so then I, I just came up with a character that's going to different countries to meet her friends and do something fun and unique in that destination. And her best friend, Fari, is a parrot and he transforms into anything. So that was that moment. It's like, huh, okay, yeah, of course I was creating something for my own family, but while I'm at it, it won't hurt to expand this and bring joy in other households. And so that's literally what happened. Makanaka, my child, became a character who is now a book series.
1: That's a fabulous vision. I mean, just hearing that whole vision come to life is really empowering. And the fact that you started out of your own need and have now been able to transform it and go to these different countries. And I'm just imagining the diversity that is within these books. Oh, that yes. as you said, a lot of us, a lot of especially black and brown children, we don't see that diversity in books. And then even as you said, to have something in your native language so that you could preserve your culture and educate your children and just get that word out of there. Out there. To me, that is just such a profound and great vision to have and how you were able to bring it to life and evolve it is just incredible.
0: It was such a fun process. There, there was definitely a lot of learning, right? Because I really didn't know anyone that I had written a book or published a book. I was researching and researching like mad, <laughs> you know, just anything I could find. And, and I chose self-publishing mainly because I'm the kind of person that likes to build things, right? So this is part of me being an entrepreneur. I, so I just felt, well, you know, I just need to find people they, they love what they do and they love my idea enough to, want to be to want to be a part of it. And so this is where I am.
1: That's yeah. great. And I'm sure that it is just being well received. Now, I know that you are mentioning that I don't want to mess up the name. So what's the character's name in the book? Oh, sure. Makanaka. Makanata. okay you said that she's gone she goes on adventures to different countries now and doing all these different things. I know one thing that you are passionate about is instilling self-love in young black girls.
0: So as you're doing these stories, are you incorporating that into the stories? You know that's a great question. So my my choice when it comes to instilling that is showing the girls that they can be in any space. They can be themselves in any form, right? And, and my character, Makanaka, she, she's essentially your travel guide, right? As a child, she's adventurous. And kids should know that they can be adventurous. They can be exactly the way they look and be adventurous. They can be hikers. They can be in deep sea diving, Right. They can be going up Mount Kilimanjaro and all sorts of things. So I wanted this character to really represent that very like global citizen kind of girl that that that's also very open to other cultures and sharing other cultures. And so I know that there are so many books that are very direct about self-love, you know, about loving your skin and loving your hair and loving who you are and your and your culture. And I think those are very important. I have those books. But on the flip side, because we 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 want to occupy different spaces as we grow up and be comfortable in these spaces, I I would love to focus on books that show us in those spaces and just leading. And so Makanaka is essentially doing that. She's leading in that space.
1: And I like the showing, because as you said, there are a lot of things that tell you kind of the how-tos and it's telling you and pointing out the what's, but I like how you're doing the how, like showing you that through this form, through traveling, through all the different adventures... Through all these things, you are showing these young kids that you can be anything, you can do anything, you can go anywhere, you can be in all spaces. And to me, a lot of times that showing and displaying it is more powerful at times than actually telling, because when you see it in action, then I feel it's easier, especially for young kids to kind of receive that. Like somebody can tell me all day that I need to love myself, I need to take care of myself, but what exactly does that mean? Oh yeah! It's like live your dreams and all that. Okay, what exactly does that mean? So having her go on these adventures and be in these spaces is just showing, kind of like, yes, you can, and this is these are the ways that you can do
0: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and I have a child like that. You know, show her. Don't you can you can you can tell all day. She she will hear you, but will she truly receive it? That's a different question.
1: Yes, I have a child like that also. That is all about. The action. Yes, I could definitely relate to that. Now, you've mentioned a few times in here about the African diaspora, and there may be some listeners who are tuning in that are not quite familiar with that. Could you just please take a moment and just let us know what the African diaspora is and explain that to the listeners?
0: Sure. So, the African diaspora is a term that essentially refers to people of African descent, black people that are not living on the African continent. So they are outside the African continent. So that group of people is the African diaspora essentially. And so I am in that group because I now live in the United States, I live in Chicago. So I'm, I'm part of that African diaspora uh, category.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you for providing that education. Because I know a lot of times we throw around terms and say things and some people are like, well, what
0: is that? So what? I feel that that is very <laughs> I'm so helpful. guilty of that. Thank you for for bringing it back. I appreciate that. And no problem at all. So as
1: you were starting your publishing company, you're getting your books out there, you are reaching out. Did you encounter like any type of struggles or things during that process that may have maybe wanted made you want to give up or does not feel as encouraged as you were during the process?
0: Ah, oh, gosh. You know, I think with any journey, there's going to be challenges because there are also so many unknowns to you. Like you just don't know what you don't know. And you have to start to arrive uh, at these stumbling blocks that then uh, learning points, Right. So, that, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a strong marketer, but I've had to learn a few things about marketing. I wasn't completely comfortable with selling my work. And it's funny because I put so much time into it. I mean, I take so much pride in, in creating this beautiful product. And But then when it's time to sell it, it's like, I don't know, you know, is it good enough? Is it perfect? But then I had to change that mindset, especially the word selling. I don't really like to use that word as much, even though I know it's part of what I do. I like to say, I'm sharing this beautiful thing that I created that I believe you would also want to have for yourself or for your family. Right. So I am simply sharing the story of Makanaka Sword or anything that I'm creating besides Makanaka. And as I'm sharing it, I I I really am confident that there's going to be something that will draw you in because you have found value in what I just created. So then I'm not so much selling you, but um it's, it's almost like an exchange. Right. So, yeah,
1: I yeah, I understand that because a lot of people do get caught up on the selling aspect and kind of thinking about it as adding the value and sharing information and sharing experiences. That is a great way to kind of reframe your thought process as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, so that you don't get so caught up in the sales approach and being nervous about sales. It's really about just going out here and leading with that value and offering that value.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it truly is because, I, you know, as many hours as I've spent working on what I'm working on, I, you know, I should be charging a million dollars. But, <laughs> but that's, that's not what I want because, you know, everything we do also has to be accessible, you know, because that's why we're doing it in the first place. It needs to be accessible. So, yeah. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. So you're writing these books, you're telling of the adventures, then you also have your own life as a parent and you're managing your own success. So as a mom, as a parent, how are you managing this thing called life? De- handling business and handling your own success how are you managing? Mm.
0: well I, I feel like I'm going through mindset mindset evolutions frequently and one of the things that have changed from the time that I started publishing makanako's world I then transitioned to... I want to establish a publishing company, not just for myself, but to publish other creators, especially those writers of African descent, because we've had so many stories told about us, but not by us. And so that transition brought another layer of complexity, because now I'm not just writing my own stuff. Now I'm Taking in other people's work, I'm evaluating it. I'm talking to my editing team. How are we going to go about it? I am creating this additional structure to my house, so to speak. And the time left for me was shrinking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> for me and my family, I'm like you know constantly scheduling a meeting or replying emails, and so. Um, my favorite, my favorite mentor in my head, her name is Nicole Walters. She's amazing. She said that, you know, there are glass balls and they are rubber balls in your life. And you because you can't handle everything well at the same time. And you, you must choose what is a glass ball. The thing that's, if you drop this ball, and it shatters there's like no going back but if you drop this rubber ball it will bounce back in another way so it's it's a slight disappointment but it's not going to be detrimental and that's what i'm learning to do now i you know i'm learning to learn, let go of certain things and saying you know what right now i need to watch a movie with my husband Or right now, I need to go and eat some sushi by myself with no husband and no children because I love sushi. And when I crave for it, I don't want to have to compromise. I just want to go (laughs) and go eat that sushi.
1: (laughs) Yes, that is. I feel the same way about sushi. And I also, too, I love Nicole. She was actually a guest on the podcast not too long ago. Oh but my yes, gosh. I love Nicole also all of her programs, everything that she does. She is just fabulous. But I do agree with the whole how we can start to take on a lot of things and our plates can easily become overwhelmed. And it's kind of having to, as you said, do like that mindset evolution to where you have to start putting things in categories. And even though you're taking on a lot, it's still important that you're able to take that break and realize, Okay. I still need to make time for myself. I still need to make time for my family.
0: And it's okay if I want to go have sushi by myself, but I'm not going to feel bad about it. Absolutely not. Enjoy enjoy every bit of it.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I think a lot of us get stuck on that whole kind of all or nothing mentality to where we're jumping all in and we're overzealous and going overboard so that we do too much. And then the flip side is that we just aren't doing anything. And then we're not finding that I hate using the word balance because it really is no balance, but not finding that balance in life to kind of enjoy the things that we want to enjoy, do the things that we want to do while also managing our homes and families and all of those things. Booking guests on your podcast just got easier. Are you ready to book guests on your podcast, but you don't know where to start? Do you already do guest interviews, but you find your booking and communication processes are taking up too much of your time? Do you find yourself feeling frustrated or overwhelmed trying to keep up with the emails, communications, and all other details in your business? Now is the time to take the frustrations out of your guest booking process with my podcast, Guest Booking Made Easy ebook. This ebook is the solution you need to reduce overwhelm and streamline your guest booking process. This is the exact formula I use to book guests on my show. And now I am sharing all of my tips tricks, and best of all templates with you. Inside this ebook, you will find my detailed guest booking process, step-by-step guest booking checklist, my customizable email templates. That's right, you get the exact swipe files that I use, which include the initial outreach email, potential questions, and even the reminder emails you can send. And also you get customizable lead capture forms, intake, and feedback forms. Plus, as a special offer, you will get my bonus podcasting success tips and tools to help you get started. When you follow my guest booking process and set up your communications in advance, you will save time, energy, and take the stress out of booking and communicating with your podcast guests. Hit the link in the show notes and get your podcast guest booking made easy ebook today. This special introductory offer is available for a limited time only. So don't delay, head over to my website and make sure that you grab your ebook and start changing your guest booking process right now. Tell us more about Global Kids House, more about your books and all of that so that we can connect with you and find your books and support this initiative that you're doing.
0: Absolutely. So Global Kids House, like I mentioned earlier, Um, My goal there is to publish children's books. And the reason why I wanted to focus on children's books is because minds are shaped very early on, right? I I was reading a book a while back on leadership. And this author specifically said, great leaders have similar traits, whether in Silicon Valley, the Oval Office, or fields of Africa. And at the end of that sentence, I was completely done reading this because I was baffled by the fact that this sentence just mentioned Silicon Valley, the Oval Office, and then he dropped not only an entire continent, but diluted that continent to be fields. It was like a double insult. And I asked myself, how can someone so intelligent, so well-read, such a, a thought leader, make a statement like this that is influencing other people that are also reading it, right? Surely you cannot tell me he does not know that Africa is a continent. But somehow his mind and the people around him, because there was an editing team, right, did not see any wrong in that. And so I, just, I said, OK, let me walk this back. Because before this person became this influential figure that they are in this, in this, in this industry, They went to college, they went to high school, they went to middle school, and they went to elementary school. And I was like, I I am willing to bet if we have children in elementary school exposed to literature about all people in all parts of the world, they're going to not only have an understanding of the individuality of these people, but they're also going to respect it, and reference it accordingly. And so I chose to focus my publishing uh, in the children's category because I want them to see humorous stories based in an African country. I want them to see drama. I want them to see inspirational stories, family love. You know, I want them to say... Mommy, I just read a story today about this little girl that lived in Harare, Zimbabwe. And the, and the mom, I said, oh, where's Harare, Zimbabwe? And, you know, it's, oh, it's the capital city of Zimbabwe. This con- it's a country in Southern Africa, right? So when that same young child becomes a writer 20 years later, they're not going to mention fields of Africa. They're going to mention a particular place in a particular country, right? Because that makes sense. Give people the honor that they deserve. They, they deserve to be recognized accordingly. Most and definitely. Not, right, and so, so my work at Global Kids House is to do just that, is to allow kids to be entertained and informed all at the same time. Um, and with that, it also brought me to do something that I did not expect. I am now also a magazine publisher. <laughs> as, of, as of this end of this month, I will have my first special issue, which is like an intro uh, product. Uh, Africa Day is May 25th, and I wanted to create something to commemorate Africa Day. And so um, my magazine is called Passport Africa. And so we're going to have a Passport Africa Fest, uh, a kids virtual event with a bunch of other phenomenal Africans that are my friends that are going to contribute folk tales and um, drawings, a drawing session and music and dance and all of that is just like this mishmash of awesomeness. And it's just, it's tied to the magazine. So anyone that, that attends Passport Africa Fest also gets uh, the special issue of Password Africa magazine. But um, I wanted to do that because I felt that it's a different format that allows people to engage with a continent from today going backwards, not just the historical part of Africa, but everything in between, right? And so... The first full issue is August, September. And that one is focusing on teachers and outstanding students because there's just so many amazing stories that I come across of these exceptional human beings. And I just thought this like the perfect way to highlight them in this August, September issue. And so there will be just, you know, there'll be so many different ways that I feel people can learn about the content through the magazine because it's not like a story where it's in a, a specific plot. It's articles, it's word searches, it's, it could be a game prompt or something of that nature. And so that's what Passport um, Africa is. And there will certainly be, where it, where it permits, there may be a book review that will help people also find books that they want to add to their library. And so I'm kind of bouncing between this book publishing world and this magazine publishing world that I did not intend to be part of, but hey, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I am I'm running with it, and and my team is is all supporting me and they're right behind me. So I'm very, very thankful for for their assistance.
1: That's wonderful. And I love how you said you can be entertained and informed, and I love how You're going to use, you're using the books, the children's books to do that. And now you're going to use the magazines that people can learn more about Africa. And as you said, so it's not equated to just fields of Africa and that there are names to cities and people are just aware of the value and the incredible culture and all of that that does not get nearly enough recognition. I mean, I just,
0: I just recognize that people can geographically locate Sydney, Australia, you know, or Tokyo, Japan, and yet have never been there. And so, w- why can't we do the same for African? If I say Lagos, Nigeria, or Nairobi, Kenya, I mean, okay, yeah, that's Western, that's East. Like, you should be able to like figure that out. Because if you you can figure out that Sydney, Australia, is way down there, right, and that that Milan is is in Europe. So I, you know, if you can do that, I think you can do the same thing. So, you know, it's not that hard. It's just um it's just people have been conditioned to think that is too difficult and too complex. It's just a conditioning, that's all it is.
1: That's definitely true and I love how you are breaking that conditioning through the avenues that you are using.
0: Thank you. I'll keep on with it. <laughs> yes, keep
1: on going. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram, and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. Aside from motherhood, what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far?
0: Oh, my gosh, the most rewarding. I don't even know. (laughs) Where do I start? (laughs) Um, You know, the most rewarding thing to me is the fact that I have maintained such a, cl- a close relationship with my grandmother, because that is that is the beginning of this human being that I am today. Th- that's where it all started. Um, I lived with my grandparents from the time that I was about three months old, and so I was like the last-born child. And it just brings brings me so much joy to hear her voice when I when I speak to her and to know that I haven't lost a connection with her, even though I've been away from her for long stretches of time. You know, the last time I saw my grandmother was about six years ago. And I I'd really hoped that we could go to Zimbabwe as a family. But you know, COVID has certainly flipped everything upside down. So it may be another I don't know, six months, maybe another year, honestly, before we can comfortably fly all the way home and be with her. So that is the one thing that I, I can genuinely say I brings you know, bring me joy, and I'm I'm very proud of. Yeah.
1: And that's good that you're able to, like I said, maintain that connection and not skip a beat, even though there is the distance and all that has happened. I mean, there are those oh, yeah. relationships that. You always value and it's that's just fabulous that you and your grandmother have that amazing bond.
0: And she'll call me at like two in the morning or three in the morning because she does not check the time zone. And I don't even know that she recognizes that, you know, she just completely forgets. She just if she thinks about me, she'll just call. And oftentimes I will miss that call and I'm like, oh my gosh, she called me at 3 a.m. I missed it. I'm gonna have to call her back. Oh, that's so special. You,
1: you just have to love it. Who has Yeah, no, it?
0: we we don't even I don't even like remind her that the time zone. I she's just automatically forgiven. Like you're forgiven.
1: Right. It's like once you live for a certain amount of time, who cares about time zones? We make right. it work. That is just beautiful. I love hearing that. I thank you, Christine, for joining me today. If you could
0: just let the audience know where they can connect with you online. Sure. So you can find me at globalkidshouse.com. And that's kids with a Z. So globalkidzhouse.com And that's the same handle on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And if you wanted to drop us an email, it's simply hello at globalkidshouse.com. And yeah, and I also have a special discount for uh, any listeners. It is it's the acronym for more than a mother, so it's MTAM15, and you can use that for any future products that we have. Um, there is, I, I guess i would just say it's it's going to be available to you for the rest of this year, for the rest of 2021. If you're listening in 2021, go ahead and use it, <laughs> so there you go.
1: Well, thank you so much for that. And thank you for that offer. I'll be sure to link to all of that in the show notes. I thank you again for joining me. This is very informative and such a great interview. Thank
0: you so much. Well, LaJuan, I have to say thank you so much for creating this space for mothers to come and share their journeys, uh, especially you know, sharing not just what we are as mothers, but what we are outside being a mother. You know, what what means what to us, what makes us uh, smile, what makes us feel good, what makes us have purpose, right? And so, yeah, just thank you for, for spending the time and uh, for, for giving us a space. I appreciate you so much.
1: Well, thank you for your kind words. That has been my mission, and I am glad that it is happening and that we have this space to share stories like yours.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.